Yo, what up? This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Today, I have a very special guest in the building. Well, out the building, because we're outside. That's right. And uh, we are actually painting. And this is the first time that I've actually done something creative while recording an episode. Would you like to introduce yourself to the people? Thank you, Mike. Hello, good people of planet Earth. This is Elise, and I am honored to be sharing space and time with the Top Shelf Mike Brown. I appreciate that. Oh, man, you took it old school on the top shelf. I appreciate that. It says that on my caller ID. That's when you call, it says Mike Brown on the bottom top shelf. That's what's up. So can you let the people in on what you do, Elise? Yes, I am a massage therapist, Reiki master, Gaia Green Witch, and all around just citizen of the earth, guardian That's to the up. nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like you are a healer as well. Um, I, I get that from you from the first time <laughs> I met you, that you are a healer. I mean... It depends, you know, for me specifically, because the word healer has so many connotations, and I really think the ultimate healer is the self. Right, okay. And so, like, in that sense, we're all healers. Absolutely. And I want to recognize that in this, especially right now, it's like perfect kind of segue into what I was thinking about for this conversation, was how important it is to see that ability within ourselves. That's very true, and I'm I'm starting to see it within myself. Yes, that's um, good to hear. I recognize so many people that I'm around mm-hmm. that I see them that way. Mm-hmm. So it almost feels like naturally for me to fall within that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess you could say I'm a healer, but I'm a healer to myself just like you are to person is today themselves and so on and so forth yeah but I do, do provide services if you <laughs> so that's what I'm saying it's like it's weird <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the art of letting in yes because uh, we kind of briefly chatted about this ourselves mm-hmm. and I thought this would be a really dope conversation to have on air with you because uh, you definitely inspired it. So what does the art of letting in mean to you? That is something that's a a new kind of um, discovery. I mean, even just within the last week of understanding, what does letting in really mean to me? And every day I learn something more and more about what it feels to receive what it feels to receive medicine from others, from myself, from the earth. And I think that's a a willingness. The art of letting in is a a willingness to be very present. Okay. To be very present and to be vulnerable enough to acknowledge your limitations as well as your possibilities in every single moment. And that vulnerability is so special because it can just 
immediately become a strength once you've recognized it. And so for me, the art of letting in is just being willing to see myself as as small as possible because the more that comes in, the bigger I'll become. Yeah. You know? What do you feel like, uh, what do you feel like sparked this journey for you? Um, I think <laughs> that's a good question. That's a loaded question. I think, <laughs> I think since, I don't know, I feel as though I can recall conversations with my family when I was a little girl about wanting to be a nun. Oh, wow. There was, because there was a, a monastery um, nearby, and I was like, I, I want to be a nun growing up but I really did not understand what that meant at that time other than like you know in servitude and in you know and in deep um what I thought was like a form of meditation and deep deep devotion and so I've always been kind of just curious about self-inquiry from the get just really curious about like what it is about me that I want to understand and um, specifically within the last decade, I had a moment where I went on a meditation retreat for 10 days and took a vow of silence and then spent time in, in that deep inquiry um, to come to realize that looking within, I discovered a whole world that I didn't even know it was possible because I was so focused on what was without what was external and that shifted everything it shifted my career it shifted my intentions it shifted my focus and I decided to leave my job I like quit on the day I returned I turned in my resignation and then I came across working for a chiropractor and acupuncturist who were like you have something special about you, you should go to massage therapy school. At the time, I'd already signed up and had been halfway through my yoga training as well. Wow. And so the culmination of massage therapy and yoga training um, really just blew my mind and expanded my horizons because they were like, you know, flowers of the same tree. And they really helped me understand that those thoughts that I had when I was young were probably from lifetimes before this incarnation and that I was on a path to just dive deeper into what it is to to be alive in this in this time in this space and in this body and so that's kind of how all that came to be and specifically most recently I'd been through a few years where there was a lot of trauma and I closed off because I was so hurt and I've just been through, like, I would say a a year-long herbal medicine apprenticeship and connecting to nature um, that allowed me to to open up again. And so so when I saw your post about, like, you know, Art of Letting Go, take a little break, return in October, I was like, there's a flip side to that coin. Yeah. It's the Art of Letting In. We got to talk about this, y'all, because I did not let in. And that was really hard on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I closed off, and I, uh, and it was, you know, it was for an intention, it was for a purpose, it served its purpose. But now I'm ready to receive. 
I'm ready to let in and even just talking to you is yeah. is letting in being in this space and creating painting is letting in it's letting me have this moment it's letting me be a part of life as is honestly and, sitting here painting together is a <laughs> this feels very vulnerable to me right because uh I think I self-judge a lot of my creativity. So to sit here and have to share a canvas with somebody mm-hmm. and to not judge what is coming out, it, it feels very uh, feels very intimate. Very intimate. Yeah. Indeed. Very intimate indeed. And what about that intimacy with yourself? You know, what about those moments when you're in a situation and someone wants to offer you a compliment or someone wants to give you something? I'm, I'm getting better with that. Mm-hmm. Before, it was hard for me to take compliments and stuff, and it was mainly because of how I felt about myself. Mm-hmm. But now, I make sure to acknowledge somebody giving me a compliment. So, you know, somebody told me a while ago that I was a genius. And for me, I have to, I have to accept Ooh, that. Yes. Acknowledge it. Own and appreciate it. it. Yeah. Yes. And I, and I always tell people that I appreciate you seeing me that way or experiencing me that way because Mm -hmm. I haven't always experienced myself that way right that's what I want to speak to in this specifically is in these moments of letting something in that vulnerability is looking at yourself yeah and acknowledging that you are worthy yeah and why are you not allowed to feel that way more often or why have you not felt that way more often and like that's a whole deep conversation in Absolutely. and of itself too I, I think it I think it takes a lot of rewiring um yes you know like I, I talk about this a lot but I've always seen myself just very negative mm-hmm. and I had to take a step back and say well why does everybody else see this good person and I see just this really bad person? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, maybe my views are tainted and I have to let myself in, let myself in on seeing, okay, there there are other sides to you. Let those shine just like you, you've always felt like you've seen this side shine. Start looking at these. And, and now that I'm focusing more on the positives of myself, the negatives don't even really feel as large as they once did. Right, once you change the lens. Yeah, yeah, and it's taking work. And funny thing is, like, sitting here painting, like, that is something that I do to try to get out of those thoughts. So when I have, like, really negative thoughts, or if I'm by myself and I'm having them, I try to find ways to combat that creatively. So, like, something that I've been doing a lot lately is working on music. Mm-hmm. And I think the pursuit of music mm-hmm. for a career mm-hmm. it made me not enjoy it as much and now getting back to simply doing it for me is making it so enjoyable mm-hmm. and eventually you know when I feel the space to do it again in that in that world I feel like my connection to it will be different because uh, yeah right now I'm just exploring and feeling and just allowing whatever I'm feeling to just come up and come out and it's easier that way than doing something destructive. Right. Can I ask you a question based yes. on what you just said about when you're feeling negative feelings or when you're feeling stuff you don't want, necessarily want to feel? You turn to a creative process. But what if you didn't and you allowed yourself to fully immerse in those feelings? So I do that sometimes too. Yes. And um, Yes, thank you, you for saying that. You have to mm-hmm. 
in order to just know what that feeling feels like. Absolutely. And then you learn how to move through that absolutely. feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's art of letting in as well. Yeah, absolutely. Letting absolutely. in everything. Yeah. So that you understand it. it's information that's then teaching you for your growth. Yeah, definitely. And I think on a cellular level, biologically speaking, that's entirely what our body's doing every single day. Without our consciousness, you know, without our conscious awareness, our skin is feeling our clothes, it's feeling the <laughs> ground, it's feeling the air, and it's taking in data, and then it's calibrating our internal temperature to reflect what is externally around us yeah. to make sure that we can be in a homeostasis, you know, in a state of balance. Yeah. Why can't we do that emotionally? And like, where did the wiring happen that said that, you know, you you have to be happy all the time in order to have a good life? Or if if you're sad, it's not good. You should be over there alone. Or like, where did all that come from? That's where I'm so curious right now. And this whole idea, this whole feeling of letting in and just even receiving compliments yeah. is bringing me to the idea of, well, like, well, what? What happened before and that said that I couldn't take compliments? Like, what what in my life experience made it difficult for me to be someone to receive even you're a nice person yeah. statement? <laughs> I, I think mm-hmm. we, we visualize words. Mm-hmm. So kind of like when you hear somebody being nice you take all of these experiences that you've seen of a night a quote-unquote nice Mm, person mm -hmm. and and then you you compare yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah and you and you compile like all these experiences into one word so Uh nice person like all the experiences you've had with a nice person that's Uh what you associate with but you don't also see the other side of those things right you know what i mean yeah i've been having conversations lately about are there such things as a good or a bad person? And I don't think so. Those are great conversations. Yeah. Those are really great conversations, right? Because what is good or bad? Right. And according to, like, whose definition? And then within the confines of these words and or experiences, and they're not necessarily universal. Right. So then they're therefore not absolute. And they're not a natural law. So it's just our opinion yeah <laughs> and and that, those are those are hard rules to live by yeah. I think trying to be a quote-unquote good person is like for me it felt like trying to seek perfection mm-hmm. which isn't real mm-hmm. and when I would do a bad thing or make a mistake it always hurt way more than it was actually supposed to as opposed to just like I just made a mistake learn from it keep moving Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but it was because I was trying to fit into this good box so hard can I ask you where where did you get the concept of this box uh thinking about it I would probably say just like maybe just society like I don't think I was actually like taught good or bad person I think I was definitely taught a lot of morals in my life but as far as like fitting into these external boxes, I think that came more from from environment, like outside of my home. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say that, like, at a young age or, like... 
definitely at a young age. Um, I mean, I was judging myself as early as like third grade because, you know, I I know for a fact that I had liked guys mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. I remember like looking at guys in like third grade, mm-hmm. and you hear all of these things about gay people. So when you hear constantly hear negative things about something that you somewhat associate with, right? Oh, automatically that must have been hard. Assume that you're a bad person. And automatically. Yeah. Automatically. So I've walked around my whole life a bad person, Don't but projecting that. something totally different exactly. to people. Yeah, I know. And it was confusing because so it's like, confusing. how do you see me as such a good person, nice person and all this? And I see this whole gay, time. Uh, anything all associated with that. All negative going with that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So how did you let in? I let in by letting go. I would say. I mean, because it's a cycle, though. Yeah. You know? They they go hand in hand. Absolutely. No, I honestly believe my life changed when I came out. People always ask me, like, why did you come out? Why did you feel the need to? And I felt the need to because I felt like I wasn't living in a way that was authentic to me. And. By not living authentic to me, it was making me act out in different ways. Like, I was very, like, angry, always wanted to fight. Like, just wasn't wasn't who I am today. And I feel like who I am today is probably who I've always been at my core. And I'm still unlocking, still understanding more of who this person is. And yes. the more I do, the more I feel like I'm finding my magic. Like, sometimes my fingers feel like they just have, like, just magic just flowing through them. No, this is a true statement. Yeah. It's, you do. I, that. I, do. I really do appreciate you that. You do. It's slowing through you for sure, <laughs> Mike Brown. It's, it is. Absolutely. I appreciate that. So how do you feel, how do you feel like you let in? I let in. I really let in. I honestly, honestly let in when I get quiet. Okay. I, I let in when I get out of my head. Yeah. You know, there's, again, it's that, it's the going, the letting go and the letting in, right? So when I let go of the thoughts, I really become quiet enough to, to listen. And so listening to me is how I let in. And it's not just a listening between two people. It's a listening to nature. It's a listening to my own heart. It's a listening to my own intuition, my own instinct. It's, and, and those things I speak to specifically because I, re- I refuse to put a television in my house. Like, I don't want a TV in my space. Um, I. That's funny. I just got rid of mine. See? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, and to, to speak about what you mentioned um, regarding authenticity, I think that's what it is for me. Letting in is letting in who I am, letting in my own authenticity um, and sitting with myself, you know, through the, through the hard times, through the good times in a way that just allows it to, to be as is. Yeah. I've finally learned that. Yeah. Finally. It took a while, but I finally learned, like, let, let, let me just be for a minute. Because there's some, there's some letting go, right? Because we can get real deep here. There's some letting yeah. go, there's some letting in, and then there's also letting be. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the holy trinity, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and let, letting yourself be can take a lot if you've never done it before. Absolutely. It can, um, yes. 
kind of going back to the feelings. Like sometimes you just have to allow yourself to feel sad. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to allow yourself to feel good. Sometimes you have to allow yourself to feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. Like when people tell me that they appreciate me. That used to feel so uncomfortable mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate myself. And mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I recognize, okay, I've, I've done something to touch this person and make them feel that, you know, they appreciate me. I appreciate people that reach out to me about this podcast. Yes. I do. And I don't just say that just to like, just to say it, but I really appreciate people like taking the time to listen to what I have to say. Cause a lot of times I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, <laughs> but you know, it, it helps me and it's healthy. You know what it's I mean? so healthy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's so healthy to be seen. It's so healthy to yeah. be heard. And, and to be seen for like being authentically you, like, I think a lot of times in my life, I've definitely tried to try to please people. Yeah. You know, like to to appear to be a way for people. And sometimes it's like I may not feel like smiling. Like people are always like you're always smiling. You're always this. And there may be a day where I don't feel like smiling. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to accept that. Absolutely. I have to accept that. Yeah. And that's tough. It is tough. It is tough when you. I'll speak to me specifically. I've, thanks to my therapist, shout out Oceana, (laughs) who's amazing. This woman is amazing. Um, I'm a habitual accommodator. I accommodate everybody else's feelings except my own. Yeah. Or they're like way at the bottom. Yeah. Especially as a person that provides services to remind people of their own innate healing abilities, you know, you know, because that's how I really feel about my work is I'm providing a service to remind you of your truth. Yeah. You know, I can just give out too much. Yeah. Too no, quick. I, I understand. I do. <laughs> I definitely do. I can give out too much too quick. So being recognizing being a, a habitual accommodator, that was like mind blowing to be yeah. like, that's a pattern. That's a habit that I've created that I now can say, well, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to continue forward in that pattern I'm going to start taking care of myself and start putting my needs first and feel the way I want to feel and take up space authentically as I am because like every flower here and every tree here they have the right to be here they have their space and they are projecting their good energy or their existence and they're co-creating this reality because there's enough for all of us to be here there's enough abundance for each one of us to uniquely be who we are yeah. to take up space and be seen and be heard and not have to follow these these weird like you were saying the, the box of of your awareness of your external awareness of, of what it meant you know when you were young to be bad and like that leads me to like this whole idea around like the decolonization of the mind and like the openness and the awareness of our own ability to be free to be liberated to be who we are to be who we are yeah that is to me right now of so much importance is to help remind each person be who you are yeah you you, you're meant to be who you are you came here with something that's unique that is only you even genetically you are a unique combination of cells and DNA that hasn't existed prior and that won't exist after. Right. And so so be that. Own that. Yeah. Own that. 
don't follow any of these other rules that don't resonate with you because you're not meant to you're meant to vibrate in a different way mm-hmm. you know find the wavelength that you're supposed to be on and resonate yeah you know and exist in that space and i didn't know that until you know a few years ago like that's really all i need to do is i just authentically need to be who i am and that's gonna just resonate in such a way that i'm gonna live harmoniously regardless if i'm sad or mad or happy or joyous because i'm gonna be authentic yeah i'm not you can't strip that you can't take that away it's authentic it's authentically mad it's authentically happy (laughs) and it you know it's just like once you really get in tune with your feelings i think you recognize like all of these feelings are are temporary like feeling happy is temporary just as feeling sad is temporary absolutely everything just appreciate it while it's there because and i think once you recognize that that's what it is you kind of move through the feelings a little faster you know you know, like, that's okay, real. I feel like this, like you said, just sitting with it. Like, okay, I feel like this right now. Once you sit with it for a little while, it something in you almost like pushes you to like move to another feeling. Yeah, because it's like, what else is next? <laughs> yeah. And the realization that I had that really helped with that concept of, I understood things were temporary. Like I meditated on it for 10 days silently. I understood it, but it didn't resonate fully until I had... Uh, a realization where balance isn't something that you achieve, right? Balance is an active state. If you watch someone try to balance, there's a constant wobble or wiggle yeah. to like maintain, just to maintain so that you don't fall. And that's the truth is that you're going to constantly, even in your state of balance, you're going to constantly be like figuring it out and adjusting and moving. And that create that's effort. That's work. It's not just this blissful, I'm in balance and there's nothing happening and I'm just perfectly steady. No, that's that's not the truth. You're always adjusting yeah. so that you can maintain at center. And that's work. And that's like, that I was like, oh. And that's why, every that's when I realized, yeah, everything really is temporary because I'll make a new adjustment and there'll be a new, like, new movement over here that might counter that adjustment. So then I got to do something else differently to do, and it's constant. Yeah. Constant, constant, constant. Yeah. That's a trip. <laughs> One question that I wanted to ask you was, uh, how do, or where do you go for healing? Because I'm, I'm always curious where people that I view as healers where do Mm -hmm. they go for healing because I know we give so much Mm -hmm. but do we take the time to actually get what we need as well Mm -hmm. the first place I go for so I would categorize it again external and internal yeah right so if I'm if I'm doing some external work I have uh, a yoga practice and a few yoga studios that I turn to to like embody to get in to how I physically feel inside of my body as well as getting some massage and body work. And those are a few people that I've met through the years that I work with. Um, One of my really favorite, why am I forgetting his name all of a sudden? He's awesome, amazing body worker, Brian Campbell. He's fantastic. He's also a yoga instructor. Um, He's also... um, an instructor of body work so I will collaborate with him at times or seek his workout because it's really phenomenal um some of my favorite teachers in yoga where I go to like get in my body but also really think and let 
myself process is Jerome Mercier of Santa Monica Power Yoga okay. in East. He's one of my best teachers. Chad Hamrin, who's of Yoga Works um, off of Main Street, he has a way of communicating to you while you're in a really ridiculously challenging pose that makes you just understand like this is hilarious like everything is just like you said temporary yeah. and he has a great way of helping me embody what it is to be temporary and I appreciate that so much um, another couple of yoga instructors that I really turn to are Kate Dunn she has a yoga studio in Mar Vista called Light on Lotus and Jayco has a yoga studio in Yoga Garage I don't know did I ever invite you over there in one of my classes I think I have been there before. I feel like you might have been to one of those. Yeah. Um, I love sound healings. I'm okay. I'm all about feeling vibrations. I think vibrational medicine is the future because I think we are all resonating beings, and that's why we all talk about vibes and, like, how we yeah. feel. So anything with sound and sound healing, I'm all about. Okay. And with that, as you can see, nature is, is huge. Nature is a huge... If you just put yourself back to, like remembering that you are a part of this yeah. and that this is this is actually you know your truth then that that memory is beautiful and then internally I love my herbs I love doing my, my herbal my teas and any other like tinctures or electuaries or any other things I want to make making medicine is also medicine for my soul yeah um, and my dogs my okay. dogs really are like the dopest healers because they come to me and they just look at me and I'm like, oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> they just remind me of unconditional love and and they are That's the what's up. Mm -hmm. What about you? Where do you go? What do um, you do? So, I mean, I go to therapy. Oh, that yes. Would be like mm -hmm. a external healing. Mm -hmm. um, kind of just like we said sitting with with my feelings i like to create a lot though i like to create i like to meditate mm -hmm. i journal every day that's so good um on sundays i've been fitting in time to dance oh lately. yes so, so in the mornings. <laughs> that is so good and, and i'm not the best dancer who but cares yeah it feels no good. labels that's what we're talking right. about <laughs> <laughs> absolutely let those absolutely. moves in <laughs> and i've i've been going to karaoke again um <laughs> I used to love to go to karaoke, and I never really had people to go with me because people don't really like to sing. But for me, it's not about sounding good. It's mm -hmm. about just that feeling of just, like, singing something that I enjoy and just letting mm -hmm. it out and letting other people feel that feeling. Yes. <laughs> so I, I love it. Um, and those are, like, my main ways. And I've been, I've been taking time to connect with my community more. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. I've always... I put myself in the loner box mm. just because... It's safe. Yeah. Safe. <laughs> I'm in there. Yeah. But people really enjoy being around me, and I really enjoy being around people. So I find a good balance of, like, you know, when I feel like being around people, like, calling friends and making sure I take time to, like, spend time with them and show them that I, I appreciate them by actually being around them and not just, like, on the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my alone time Yes, your alone time alone is time so is good. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. I can respect and appreciate all of those. <laughs> what do you want the listeners to take away more than anything? Like, what is one life lesson that you feel like you can share um, with everyone? My hope is they remember who they are. 
if they could peel back the layers that as us as a society, maybe from our family, maybe from, you know, our classrooms, our news, all this information that's constantly coming in, may they just remember that's information and they have the power within themselves to peel all that back and discover and sit with and love who they truly are. And we need them. We need their authenticity. We need, I need, the earth needs. We need Absolutely. each person to be who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. <laughs> Where can the people find you? Um, that's a good question. I have my new website that's not finished yet, so I'm going to okay. throw it out, but it's not complete. It's called The Body Portal because okay. our bodies are our portals to deeper understanding of so ourselves. Thebodyportal.com. Thank okay. you for that clarification. Cool. Um, should I give them my email or phone number? We could give, put that in can, the notes. They could put that you in can the give notes. Whatever information you want to <laughs> give because, uh, you know, people may listen to this at any time. So. Oh, that's amazing. Um, my. Email is Elise Talavera at gmail.com. Can we, do you have notes? Can we type that yes, up? Okay. Definitely. <laughs> In the notes, that'll be typed up because I, I don't know if anyone's going to know how to put that. But that would be the most efficient way right now um, okay. to reach out. Yeah. Because once the website's good. up, then you can just go directly to the website. Oh, Instagram, because I forgot about social media. Okay, yes. <laughs> My IG is nomadic healer, no spaces, no underscore. That's what, yeah, nomadic healer. Okay. <laughs> if you would like to find this podcast, you can find it at the Art of Letting Go podcast on all streaming services. Um, you can find this podcast on Instagram at the Art of Letting Go podcast. I have a phone number now that if people want to leave messages, yes, I. I I don't remember it, so I have to give it on the next episode. But I have a, a phone in. number. Stay tuned. But if people want to leave messages, let, let it know in. Think, yes, <laughs> what, whatever, whatever you want to, whatever you want to share, you can leave a message, and uh, you know, I definitely will respond to you on this podcast. Um, that is all I have. I appreciate you for being on the show. Thank I you for having the, me. Absolutely. I appreciate you really wanting to be on the show. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember we had a conversation about you listening. I was, I was so appreciative. Yeah, do you remember yeah. I started singing you the yes. intro? Because <laughs> 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 I wanted you to know that I, I was like, Mike, I so believe in you and your essays. I appreciate that. That I'm going to check out your work <laughs> and let you know that I'm checking out your work. <laughs> That's what's up. That, that really means a lot to me. I appreciate you guys for listening. This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Peace. That was dope. That was so cool. I I appreciate that so much. (laughs)